Yo, what is going down, Charlie Johnson? You alright? How you doing? This is a rare occurrence yeah, that you're, you're, you're somewhere sunny and I'm somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's life's usually flip side of the spectrum. Yeah, life's you, it's fucking it's fucking hot here as well, man. Like, I don't know if it's the same sort of temperature as what it was in Houston, but um, it's close to it. Like, I feel like it's close to it, but it's different heat. Like Houston was like muggy and just like horrible heat where this is actually quite nice but when it's humid it is, it is and where are you for anyone who's listening who doesn't know oh so currently i'm in miami <laughs> living the dream <laughs> but i'm actually so he's got four uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah i'm currently out in miami i was here last week for work and then i decided to take it upon myself just to take just to take a few days to kind of chill relax and kind of see what this city's all about because i've never been here before and um, it's cool. It's a nice place. Like it's different. It's a different state to to any other that I've been before. Like it's completely even different to Florida. Like I've been to Florida before as well, but Miami for some reason is I don't know. It's it, it's very 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 different. Different vibe. People have you been there. You, you, you haven't been there. Have you, have no, you been no. in Miami? No. no. Uh, yeah, I guess people were still friendly. Um, although I had a I went to a gym yesterday. I won't say what the gym was called, but I went to a gym yesterday and it was just li- literally like, you know how, how, uh, how impatient you get at times. Like, I'm cool. I'm pretty chilled. Like it will take me quite a while to like, to, to push my buttons. But with you, like within, if it's two minutes and you don't like get a response or, or something doesn't go your way, you're you like fire up straight away. I walked into this gym and there was first thing, there was no one at reception. So I was waiting there for about five minutes, still no one there. So I walked over to the cafe area and like spoke to this like young chap and he was basically like, it'd be cool to get a day pass. And he was just like, have you been here before? Like just the rudest, <laughs> like, it just basically just put me off that gym completely. And I, I trained, it put, even put me off my session. All right, you have to tell us where, the, you've got to tell us where the gym is now because they've been arseholes. They just, they, you have to tell people when you get bad service. No, nah, I'm not going to call him out. I never know. The dude might have been having a bad day. So. <clears throat> the gym itself was actually all right. Uh, but it's just, you know, when you just get put into a, into a bad mood sometimes. <clears throat> but nevertheless, the, there's, there's another gym that I trained out in out here. It's called uh, Elevation Fitness. Okay. That's actually really, really fucking good. Like, it's got all Watson, Watson equipment. Uh, all the machines are really cool. Like, the people that... Uh, the people that run it are really, really sound. Like it's even got a little barbers in there. There's a little yeah. area where they, where you can sit and get your hair cut. So I'm actually going to go train there a little bit later on today. <clears throat> so yeah, I mean Miami, Miami's cool. Like I don't know whether or not I'd typically. It's like anything. Like you know, I don't know if I'd go back to Houston again if it wasn't for something in particular. It's not the sort of place where I could see myself going and staying for a long period of time. No, it's just a, a city. Um, but it's cool. It's nice. It's cool. How's things with you? All good. Trying to, yeah, busy just trying to take over the world. I have to say, what's amazing is uh, probably now 10 days of perfect training and nutrition and sleep. And my body feels fucking insane. It's like responding so quickly. I feel like it's oh, really? Yeah, mate. Newbie gains. Even like my aura ring, I've been having a lot of 90s coming up in readiness. My HRV, knows that is heart rate variability, 135 this morning. Jesus. <laughs> Where, what, what are you thinking that you're putting that, that down to? Um, factors? So the main factors I would say that now, because I've suddenly actually realized I'm the boss of my own life, I do what the fuck I like. 
that I don't actually have to get up if I don't want to get up. So mm. now I naturally wait are very sensitive to the light. So I wake up as soon as it gets light. So as it's now I'm not getting light till seven thirty, up a bit later. So I'm sleeping yeah. more and recovering better from that mainly. And I'm also spreading my meals out more, um, okay. which I think is helping. I'm trying to keep them away from eating right before I go to bed, which I think is having an influence in terms of my sleep. And also taking away some of the uh, pre-bed, like some health supplements I was taking pre-bed were interfering with my sleep. But I moved them forward by about three hours. Um, all these small little tweaks seem to make a big difference. That's good, man. So <clears throat> I guess we'll start by, I mean, I think there's probably very few people on my platform who don't know who you are. But if there is by chance anyone out there who doesn't know who you are, uh, what you're all about, where you came from, what your passion is, uh, how we became to be friends and inevitably now work together, um, just give give the people a brief rundown, a brief because even if they do follow you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would be intrigued about. I mean, you do a podcast yourself, you get guests on, and you speak to them about their kind of background and where they came from. So I think it'd be cool for the people listening to this to get a little bit more of an insight into you as a person, um, where you kind of started from, what your passion is, what your drive is, and inevitably what's led you to uh, become the person that you've become today. Okay, so I'm going to try and keep this brief and not drag on forever. So uh, <laughs> in context of who I am and where I started, so uh, I currently live in Surrey. My family live in Spain, so I spend a lot of time there. And I do a fair bit of global The starting position from where this crazy fitness journey all began was about 10, 11 years ago when I qualified as a PT, as scary as that is. I originally started working at the, one of the first gym groups in Guildford. Um, so I had a massive passion for fitness. I was qualified PT. I didn't fucking know what I was doing. And I thought I knew the world, but I didn't really know what I was talking about. And I knew like the basics, like the teacher and PT. Um, but not enough, to warrant, not enough to make me happy with what I was doing. And what I would also say is that what I found with PT is that I was... Uh, training a lot of people who weren't necessarily the demographic of train and maybe fall out of love with the fitness industry a little bit. So I then went and did a ski season, so random fact, and qualified for the uh, So I went and did that for five months, man of And um, I then came back from the Alps and I decided I didn't want to go back into fitness. So I went into the fitness industry sales. Uh, and that for me naturally was something that worked really well for me because at first I was incredibly driven and motivated myself. And from there onwards, I managed to get to the position where I was managing the bar in 2024. Um, so I then worked there for quite a while up until I was 29, uh, till February this year, where I basically walked in. Uh, 9 30 in the morning, cleared my desk and was like, see ya, I'm going. Because um, over the 18 months, two years, I uh, had been grinding away and doing the Gary V side hustle of building my fitness business on the side, which has always been my huge passion. Like, one of the greatest moments that will ever stick in my life is I remember when my boss at the time said to me, You can't just leave. And I was like, I can fucking do whatever I want. Like, 
what you like you can't like you don't own me it's like, like slave yeah. labor like that for me was a very freeing experience of being like like never again like realistically now can anyone ever tell me what to do because i can live life exactly on my own terms like i was already saying like if i want to get out of bed at 10 30 in the morning i could do running and get my shit done so um yeah that was a very interesting experience. In the last seven months, as I said, from there, it's really exploded. So um, for me, like my huge passion is I absolutely first and foremost. For me, like my favorite time of the day is literally just getting like battering myself training. So I'm on like a constant drive to prove myself physically and mentally. I've got a massive thirst to learn. So like, this year I've done tons of seminars. Like we did the one with Ben Pekulski. Uh, I went and did one with, <clears throat> I'm doing one with Scott Stevenson at the end of the year. Uh, I spent a lot of time, obviously, we, we both have Mark Coles. Um, just continually trying to like learn and level up because for me, the more knowledge I acquire, the better myself and the better I can get the results of my clients. And then the more like value I can add to everyone's life around me. I think the mistake I made when I was younger, uh, as I referred to when I was like, 18, 19, I was having too much of an ego to think that I knew everything. Whereas now, the more I learn, the more I feel that I don't know anything. Um, so that's a bit of a brief run through where I am. So in terms of what I do at the moment, I currently run a fitness business called CJ Coaching. So I have uh, a number of one-to-one clients who work with myself and also a coach who works with me, Jeremy. And I also run one of the biggest uh, eight-week transformation programs in the world called Shred and Eight. Next one starts tomorrow. This won't be out by then. <laughs> um, the next one, if you want to join uh, It might be. It might it might be out. Um, so Shred Day has been an awesome project like myself and Mike have been working on together. Um, so we've traveled around. That's why we were in Houston earlier in the year. We traveled around and it's something we've sort of built together as a cool thing. Um, so yeah. I've side of things. I've got a few business mental clients to work with as well. Uh, I've got a client who's opening a gym in Bristol. I was with yesterday. It's quite a cool experience. So that's something for me. Like I know you, like, you and me, Mike, have talked about a lot. Like not from a financial point of view, but like something I'd always love to do is have my own gym just because I have a huge passion for training and fitness and I'd have to be in a financial position where it would never, I wouldn't have to be worried about it because gyms generally don't make much money. But um, that's something that's cool on the horizon that I'm, I'm thinking about the next, that's a three to five year goal. I think goals are important. Yeah. I think, I mean, somewhere to kind of have a base and yeah. to kind of like just chill from is, is probably ideal. Uh, like you say, from a financial perspective, I don't really think that you will earn a lot of money from a gym. However, like, who, like who knows? Who, who really knows? Like, if you're savvy with it, then the chances or the potential that you could have to earn lots and lots of money is incredible, right? Because the gym, like I explained, the gym that I, had, I trained at yesterday, they had a barber in there. Like, when, when did you get that in the UK? You don't get any of that in the UK. Like, the level to be able to scope out and think outside the box when you own a facility like that <clears throat> i mean let's be honest the majority of people go who go to a gym they do it to kind of better their physical appearance so why not have some form of like hairdressers or tattoo parlor or tanning parlor even, even if it yeah tanning parlor or beauty salon or whatever tied onto it as well and then obviously you go down the route of maybe potentially i don't know like a food hall or like like Belush gym in <clears throat> in dubai yeah. Like what 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 AB's done with locale, like like there's little factors like that which will not only add value to your gym and make people want to come to you as well, but there's potential for you obviously making more money out of it. So I think, yeah, if I was to ever look of going down the route of opening a gym, it would be from a completely different perspective. I mean you'd obviously want it to be a really, really good facility where you'd have decent equipment, 
and a decent vibe. But at the same time, I think there's so much scope, especially in the UK, to build something that's more than just a, a gym, more than just somewhere where you go and you just train. Because let's be honest, I mean, the two best gyms that we kind of train at out of the UK, uh, Kings and Orpington, they've both got factors that if you just amalgamated them both into one, it would probably be like an ultimate gym, right? Yeah, 100%. So I don't, I don't see why there isn't, there isn't anyone out there that's actually like trying to do that. <laughs> I think again, that it comes down to your motives. So for example, like the guy who joined uh, Muscleworks, John, like his motive isn't purely financial. And like, that's exactly the same for me. I'm not necessarily motivated just by money. My aspiration is to like, initially is to create myself to be the best version of myself that I can be and keep evolving and then like take everyone clients friends anyone around me take them up with me and help them level up and then yeah. having a gym just a cool byproduct to something of success that you will naturally come across or like something I see far too much is that it's cool to have money and obviously that's something that I, I ultimately want and everyone needs in life but too many people are too money thirsty rather than passion thirsty if that makes sense where do you think that's come from, though? I had a conversation with someone the other day about where that initial drive, like, where, where that actually comes from. Like, because there probably was a time, like you mentioned briefly before, when you first started out as a young teenager and you were very ego-driven, which I think a lot, a, a lot of people will resonate with that. I myself resonate with it. Can you, like, pinpoint an actual point in time where you actually started to think outside the box and not more so because you wanted to, I don't know, maybe be someone in this social media realm just as a face, but more so now because you want to impact as many people as possible. Like, where did that where did that come from? I think, to be honest with you, that's something that comes with maturity and age. And I think when you're younger, you necessarily look to be more flash and try and get cheap attention almost. Whereas in my opinion, I'm a big believer, like, the loudest, the loudest person in the room is the weakest person in the room. Like... If you have to introduce yourself to everyone who's like at a gym or wherever, then like, like if, 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 if you're successful, people will know who you are that you have to introduce yourself. That's sort of the way I look at it. So like, I don't, I'm like a natural introvert. So like, I like my own, I'm a bit of, I like my own space, I like to be my own. Like, I don't necessarily like attention, but then like you have to push yourself out there, push yourself outside of your comfort zone and almost you come like an alter ego person to try and achieve some of the goals you have in life. And I think, yeah. Part of like maturing, you suddenly realise that cheap attention from flash watches, cars, or whatever is cool for that stuff, but it's not necessarily going to bring you happiness and contentment. Because ultimately, like I've had, I have nice stuff, but it doesn't like after you bought it, like yeah, it's cool. Like, I've got a nice car, but yeah, great. But like for me, real fulfilment and uh, happiness comes in like adding value to myself, to making myself better, and then like when you get feedback and you can have uh, influence, influence and impact on other people's lives at mass scale, like it's, it's quite interesting. Like last Shred Nate program was just finishing this weekend. And we had 230 people finish an eight week transformation program. And like, mm. it's quite um, a funny feeling to the amount of like heartfelt messages you've had from people saying you've completely transformed my life and all these sort of things. And like for people like I've never even met these people, but like you've had an influence on all these people from all over the world where I'm just a kid from Surrey who's works from home like in fitness on his laptop so it's when you think about it in that respect it's um it's pure madness but it's an incredible gift of technology that our generation have 
and ultimately whatever you want in the world is there for you to take you know you just have that mindset and belief in yourself to really knuckle down and put in the work like the real the thing that will like set you up and set you apart for anyone else is your work ethic and your work rate that's the biggest variable you you have control over and i think too many people have too much self-doubt and don't work hard enough to achieve what they want in the right direction if that makes sense they go chasing the wrong things yeah it's uh, <clears throat> it's funny how majority of people nowadays they kind of I say nowadays, but it's not really nowadays. It's more like it's human nature. It's human nature to chase after instant gratification, whether that be that you style your hair a certain way, whether that be that you buy a pair of trainers or you, or you wear a certain outfit, which gives you confidence, which inevitably then might return someone giving you a compliment, which will give you that instant gratification, or whether or not that's you posting something on social media because you're hoping for someone to comment on it or hoping for someone to like it. Inevitably, that's human nature. That's a trait as a human being that people are going to want to try and bring more of it to you. But um, I feel like a lot of people get lost because they don't understand that all of that shit doesn't really make a blind bit of difference. And the things that really do kind of resonate with you and make you feel like you're, you're worth is your ability to be able to tap into someone and kind of bring out emotions in them more than anything else. Because you can talk about it from a fitness perspective. We can talk about whether or not it's you changing someone's life physically. But the, phys the physical change is always an outcome from their mental mentality. And I think that's what people lose track of. They lose, they don't understand that inevitably if you can just change your mindset towards anything, it doesn't really matter if it's fitness or not then the outcomes of what comes from you changing your mindset are just a complete byproduct of you changing your mindset. Um, I had a conversation with someone the other day about the two main factors and if you can actually adopt these two main factors and master these two main factors, then you'll succeed in anything and that's consistency and patience. Like you name me one thing that if you're not consistent with and not patient with, then you will be successful in it. Like that goes for anything. <clears throat> yes, there's, you can take out the factors that you might need to improve your knowledge or your education on a specific sub, uh, subject or whatever it is that you're trying to achieve. But regardless of that or not, it's consistency and it's patience. It's repeating and the process. To, yeah, in anything. Uh, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people want that instant gratification. A lot of, a lot of people want that. They have that mentality towards, to, to kind of be in the the now thing rather than just sitting back and actually thinking to themselves kind of what, what do you want to be remembered for? Like we've had that conversation before. Like, do you want to be remembered for the person who was just putting out pictures and photos on Instagram at instant gratification? Do you want the person that's changed hundreds of thousands of people's lives for better? Yeah. And that's the thing. I've had a really cool thing recently. You, you know him as well as, um, Paul Andrews, who's done a few podcasts of mine, and he was going on Shred and Eight, and like we talked, we did a podcast on how uh, you can just transform your life in eight weeks. And like from transforming his physique, he has added so much confidence to his life that he kind of left his job and he started his own business. And for me, like, oh, awesome! Yeah, and no, like it's incredible. And like, I sit there and I think, like, it's crazy how like one small choice in your life can have like life-changing decisions forever for the best. And like the, the, the worst thing you can ever do is not try to do something. So like, say for me, for example, if 
I hadn't left my job in February. If I left and then everything went tits up and all fell apart, I, what's the worst to happen? I was go back to where I was anywhere. I was go back to get another job in the state agency. So like, yeah. there's no risk and reward. You have to fight your fears and do things that you don't want to do because ultimately that's what leads to happiness. And what's the point of like not having a go at life because you only ever get one you get one chance. And like, the older I get, I'm 30. And, and like for me, the more the older I get, the more I think like shit. I need to work harder and faster because like I feel a little bit like the clocks clocks on the run a little bit <laughs> i don't know about that i think we've still got plenty of time left bro i guess for anyone out there that's kind of listening that maybe that maybe is sitting on the fence but like, let's be honest how long did it take for you to be able to actually put pen to paper and kind of just say fuck it in regards to you leaving your job and chasing after what it was like how how long did you before, when, when the moment came where you kind of had an inkling that that was kind of what you wanted to do it was probably how long was it about, then? about five months about five months so that's pr- still pretty pretty short period of time though right yeah and I, I was the reason what, that what I, gave you that though what, um, what gave you that for com- confidence in my own ability to achieve the things I wanted to achieve and like success breeds success so the more like say for example, client transformations I was getting, the more confident I was getting as a coach and the better the coach I was becoming and the more my business would grow. And it's just that snowball effect. And it's like a gravitational pull. Like the more successful you become as a person, the more people you will like who are similar mindset will pull towards you. And I'm, I'm sure you won't mind me saying like the uh, chap Venny I trained today, who's a good friend now, like he has sort of reached out to me, I can tell because he wants to be around that sort of like mindset positivity. And like, for me, that's something I love. Like, I naturally now I'm like the person that like Mike knows what Mike talking about uh, uh, being impatient. Like I can't deal with anything that's inadequate or like negative, like anything like that in my life. I fucking just sack it off because I'm not about that. But anyone who's positive and willing to put themselves out there and try things and like has an upbeat attitude, like I'll do anything for you and I'll support you to the to the end of the world because uh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> About. Yeah, I think there's a difference. There's a difference between people that that see success, success that someone's or the traction that someone's gaining, and wanting to jump on the bandwagon for their own kind of ego boost. There's a difference between that or a difference between someone who just sees someone absolutely kind of killing it and just wants to better themselves and have a better understanding for what it is that they're doing, like because. <clears throat> Like inevitably, there will come a time, I guess, where you'll step probably away from the one-to-one coaching side of things and be more in alignment with trying to help people who want to do what you do. Yeah. Do that, right? Yeah. So, like, you could quite easily charge money for that now. You could quite easily, easily, easily set up those platforms now and charge quite a hell of a lot of money for it because it's not re- in, re- in reality there's only kind of i can only think of like a handful of guys in the uk that are actually excelling and succeeding in online coaching um and i think, and I think even, the, big, the big thing as well for me if like for like online coaching is staying true to your values and like it's something that a lot of clients say to me as well like you know you're exactly the same with your clients it's like I practice what I preach and for me like I fucking love training and that will never change like I go balls out with everything I do and I've never asked anyone to do anything that I wouldn't do and like I would you never see me just like oh I'm just gonna sack off training now forever and just become a business guru which 
Um, you do see happens quite a bit now as people tend to like progress on through life. Understand your training might change and what you might want to do aspirationally with your physique might change. But for me, like yeah. you should always have your finger in the pie of what um got you to where you are and like your true passion if you're truly passionate about something like that like i, I know you're the same like i'll, I'll train today if i can die like yeah i actually funny enough i said it on a podcast the other day i said that i it, it wouldn't matter to me if i didn't see any more progression for the next 10 years of my life like if someone just said to me now you're going to keep training but you're not going to see any progression like I wouldn't care. Like I'd do that shit anyway. Like that's the sort of shit that like gets me going. And I think that's where a lot of people go wrong, especially when in regards to them trying to change their physique or become fitter and healthier is they hate training. They hate going to the gym. They 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 see it more as a chore. Yeah. They see this shit as a chore. I'm kind of like, and for me, I don't understand it. For me, and I guess because like I haven't always trained the way I have, you haven't always trained the way you have but there's always been an element of movement in my life, whether that be through sport, whether that just be through the fact that I was like kind of an active kid anyway. So for me, like it's second nature. So I don't really know. I can't come from a background where I didn't really do fuck all, but you're a human being. Like this is like, you're made to fucking move this way. You're made to do, you're not made just to sit on the fucking ass and watch TV and eat shit food. Like that's, that's just a one way ticket to you fucking like, like dying in the next fucking by the time you're fucking 60 like because you have a heart attack or you have a fucking stroke or whatever. So I think a lot of people would would it would serve a lot of people much better to try, try and understand that this shit is what you're made to do and the feeling of you just feeling like you're uncomfortable or you don't or, no here it is here, this is what it comes down to the people who say they don't like doing it the people who say they don't like going to the gym are the people who one don't understand it and two, who are so unconfident in their own ability, that it puts them out of place and they feel uncomfortable to the point where they don't want to do it anymore. They don't, they don't not enjoy it because they not, don't enjoy the actual physical experience of it. They don't enjoy it because they've tied an attachment, a mental attachment to it. Whether that's confidence or whether that's, the, I don't know, you know? I just think a lot of people would, would be served a lot better just by, again, being fucking consistent with it and being patient with it. And I get, but I think, again, it comes back to your environment and the network of people you surround yourselves with and keep, keeping in that positive, healthy environment. And again, that's why, like, for me, it's nothing worse than people who... Um, there's nothing worse than people who preach certain things but then don't back up the reaction. Yeah, it's... it's I, like I said it to you the other day when I was watching back through the video... <clears throat> scrolling back through our WhatsApp and I came across the video that you put out when you first, the first day that you left your, or the day that you left your job to try and go after this online uh, fitness thing. And like for me, like watching that back, it sends, it sends shivers down my spine because like that's the reason why I think I was drawn towards you or whatever it was is because you're the sort of person who can not only say that they're going to do something but put pen to fucking paper and then five months down the line, fucking execute on it. Whether or not you feel like you're scared to do it or not, you're just going to fucking do it. And I think a lot of people would, 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 uh, would benefit greatly from trying to adopt that sort of mentality. So for me, like, like it sounds weird, 
I, I, I love, I love, like, I don't love pressure, but I know I perform well under pressure when I excel. It's exciting when, when you throw a purple at it and you don't know what's going to happen. That's the most important. Like, what's the point of having a Change your life, go do something different, and that will ultimately lead you to happiness and contentment. If it doesn't work, you'll find something else exciting to do. So take the leap. I think just a lot, a lot of people just kind of give up on life at such a young age. And the amount of people that I know that are like in their late, late, their late twenties or early thirties, and assume that like that's it, like. You're going to live the rest of your life. Oh, like that. Like, what my my brain's just opened up in the last probably last six months. But if there's if there's anyone out there listening to this that kind of wants to make the jump, that's maybe sitting on the fence. Like I know, obviously, that the initial thing that you're going to say is just fucking do it. It's easier said than done. But is there is there any reassurance that you can give someone? Because the way that I see it, and like this this is the best way best way to explain it. So. Right. I like to look at everything as like, what's the upside, what's the downside? So, okay, I, I sack off the job I fucking hate, and then I get to go and try and chase my dreams. I achieve it, I live the fucking dream of whatever it is I want to achieve. Job, job done, like life's happy, you're kidding it. All right, it doesn't work, you go back to where you were anyway. So there is no real downside, other than you tried something, it might not work, you go back to where you were. But the upside is you get to live the life of your dreams. So there isn't really a choice, in my opinion. It's just the courage to do it. Yeah, I think it. Well, it does. It does take courage, but I think to an extent, it just it does just take you know just like like fuck it. What have I got to fucking lose? Like literally, what have you got to lose? Because in this in the span of like what five? No, sorry. How, how long was it? So you left in February. So it's now what? Yeah. So what? Nine nine months. Yeah. In the space of nine months, like, how fucking different is your life now? Like, oh, you're yeah. sitting in a fucking homemade fucking office in your fucking house. Like, I'm sitting in fucking Miami. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, mate. It's mental. Uh, what can, the thing is, what can be, the thing is, his thing, what can be achieved in the span of nine months? So I like, it's fucking in, ridiculous, oh. but still, you can imagine what more that could have been achieved. Yeah, and like, and that was with like me enjoying myself, doing loads of traveling, making mistakes, new business, all this sort of stuff. Like, what you realistically achieve when you really into it? Like, I don't. I, I'll, I'll hold my hands up here. I don't think I've worked as hard as I could have worked. I reckon I've probably worked 90 percent of my capacity. Like, I've got another ten percent if I wanted it, but I've enjoyed the ride, and I'm happy with what I've achieved. Like, I've. Like a business that scaled massively in a very short period of time. I've got like hundreds and I've had over 2,000 clients in the last 18 months. Um, and I've had some like world class results, transformations. I've got to go speak at a fitness seminar in Barcelona. I've done loads of cool stuff. We did a seminar with clients of our own, a CJ coaching one. Like, when you actually think back about what we've done over the last the seven eight months is uh, insane. It's such a brief period of like brief period of time in the context of life. Yeah, it's fucking. And how many memories? How many memories I've like we've made? And it's just the thing: if you don't take these leaps, you don't have these memories. You don't have this life. Like, if I hadn't done this, I would still be working in an office, sitting on a desk in Walton on Thames in the rain, year round, depressed, thinking, yep. 
oh, is this what life's about? I could do more than this. Like, I'm not reaching my potential. I'm better than I, I'm better than this. I can do more than this and just be like feeling like a, a caged animal almost is how I felt. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I think, I just think it, that's all it comes down to. It, all it comes down to is you just thinking to yourself, you know what, like, my life is the way that my life is now. Like, in reality, look at how good it could be in comparison to what it is now. But then even if it does go wrong, you can always go back to the way that you're living now. Yeah. Like, anybody can. Like, even if you were to have left your job and then your job, and then this was to have failed, and then you go back to your job and your job didn't want to have you back anymore, you'd still find another job. There's always going to be work out there. There's always going to be ways for you to, to kind of make money, like... But there's there's not always going to be the opportunities to take to take a risk and go after. And these opportunities, you really want to take. are you have windows of opportunities in life, and these windows will not always be open. If I didn't do what I did in February, I wouldn't be able to do it now. It'd be too late. I, I reckon if yeah. I if I had waited another year, I'd have fucked it. Like it, the social media changed, the world's changed a bit. Like I, I would have yeah. missed. I, I scraped through and I realistically and I actually said this to you that I pussied it I should have done it earlier when I first had the idea in October the time before but then everything yeah. happened for a reason but I might have might have jumped ship and I might have ballsed it up and like I wouldn't go back and change anything because ultimately it led me to the position I'm in now and you have to be accountable for all the actions and decisions you make in life and whether you think they're right or wrong in hindsight, you just got to own that shit and try and make, learn from it going forward. Now I'm at the point where like, I come up with an idea, I execute on it the next day because I'm like, someone else might come up with this, I need to do this now. Like, I literally, <laughs> I, I'm going to get a sign in my office that says do it now, just fucking get on with it. So I guess that's probably a good time for us to kind of change topics slightly. Um, we've, we've touched briefly, briefly upon some of the things or some of the um, mindsets that people are going to have to adopt if they want to kind of better themselves business-wise. Um, let's talk about some of the things that you feel are are beneficial or some of the things that you think that people could do to maybe increase their, their social media presence, increase their traction on their social media. Like, obviously... I, you you've been around kind of a few years on social media now you've built an built an extremely uh strong following on social media but as we both know now the, the platforms themselves the social media platforms themselves are changing dramatically uh some of the things that kind of worked even to an extent probably six months ago to kind of boost your engagement and boost your traction towards yourself and trying to put yourself out in front of more people's faces have kind of changed now as well so Obviously, being being someone who's who's deep into the social media realm, and obviously your your business now is is mainly comes from online. Uh, what are some of the things that you feel people would benefit from, or some of, some of the things that people can do if they want to kind of build traction in so their social media platforms? This is the golden nugget that everyone's going to want to take away from this. If you want to build a big following, this is and it's not it's not probably what you're going to expect. That I'm going to say, get the app TikTok. And start using it and posting content because that is a massively viral organic uh, platform for social media. And like, albeit I've only started it like two weeks ago, or like a week ago. Mm. But for example, I had 10 followers on it when I first started. I posted a video, 
I've got a thousand views off ten followers. Wow. If I did that on Instagram and I had ten followers, oh, you get nothing. You get like you might get a view. Like so, to give yeah. you an idea in terms of the reach, if you haven't got a following already and you want to pull people into your ecosystem, I would use an app, use TikTok, post content onto there, whatever you want, same stuff as Instagram, whatever, and you can link TikTok to your Instagram and your YouTube. And for anyone who does this and blows up and it works. Send me a message because I want you to say that was a, fucking, a gem and you've changed my life because it will yeah. work. Um, I think it's it's crazy, right? Because TikTok itself has kind of probably been around now for about I probably think about before. two years, right? Yeah, uh, it was an app called Musically before. Yeah. So, but um, I'm really really surprised that there hasn't been anything a platform like that like ever before because. People go on YouTube to watch videos that go viral, like stupid fucking videos. Like people like, like I've watched some of the stuff on TikTok and it's literally like someone standing in their fucking kitchen pouring a glass of fucking water and it's letting it fucking spill over. Like this, like some of the shit doesn't appeal to me at all, but you can see why some of this shit goes viral, but there's never really been a platform. There's never been a platform that's totally for that. A little bit. So like for me, I'm I'm a very serious person, so my content doesn't necessarily amalgamate with the platform particularly well but i will just post fitness content anyway because i know some of it will go like get quite a lot of reach um yeah but tiktok aside the biggest thing that i could say is like i always like think is like why should anyone follow you so why should anyone follow me and like why should anyone follow you so like the reason i say that is you have to think like what's in it for them so you have to turn up every day and provide some sort of value or some reason like provide for my, my aspect i try to tell you is like as i said to you earlier in terms of developing my coaching side from a business point of view and from a physical fitness coaching point of view is leading by example and practicing what I preach, but then also documenting what I do to showcase my knowledge and also educate anyone who follows me and also to try and provide free value because more free value I provide to people, the more people buy into me as a person. I think, oh, look, I've fucking learned all this stuff from Charlie. This is the free information he's giving away. Imagine what it's work, like to work with him. And that's how you start to bring people into your world. Um, that that for me is the king. It's just providing free value consistently and at mass scale. So like for me, I post on. Um, I get shot. Mike is in America, so you got bulletproof vest on. There's a high light in there, but I'm going to get shot in a minute. So to give you an idea in terms of content, I I send out three emails a week. I have two three podcasts go out a week. I YouTube. I post on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter three times a day. And now I post on TikTok three times a day. So there's a hell of a lot of content like out there. And like I'm a big believer in the fan uh, of the word called omnipresence, which is to be everywhere at all times. So like if you go onto any platform, I'm on there, I'm in your face. And that's like what I want. And I also use Facebook retargeting ads now as well. So like people you click on my website, my Facebook page, like you'll see me, I'll come after you. Like I'll follow you around. And then like, that's how, um, like, that's how you become the first name in fitness for like people to remember. Like, oh, I want to get in shape. Oh, Charlie Johnson, dude. I see all his stuff all the time. It's like, let's drop him a message or click on his website. And that's for me is being present all the time and providing free value. The two big things I'd say: so turn up, provide value, and make it good content. And that's like obviously your forte in like creating world class content, which is what you do. Yeah, I think a lot of people they get. I listen. I'll tell you. I'll tell you now, right? When I first started in the fitness industry, and I was just training, I didn't really know much about the fitness industry in general. I was I was training. I thought I was in pretty decent shape, 
I look back now and I was really, really fucking skinny, but shred, <laughs> shredded, shredded to the bone. But nevertheless, I thought I was in really good shape. I thought I knew a lot and maybe ego played a little bit of a role, not too much because I've never been that ego driven and I've never been that kind of like self-confident to the point where I think that I'm better than anyone else. But there was a point where I thought, yeah, I'm, I look, I look a dec- I'm in decent shape. Um, and then I remember going to, to the first body power that I went to, the body power expo in the UK. I went to the first one and I, I remember walking in there and just being like, almost as if someone like took every, every ounce of confidence that I had and just pulled it away because I saw so many people trying to like do, do the same thing. Everyone was doing what I wanted to do. Everyone wanted to be this kind of name in the fitness industry or whatever it is for whatever reason. And I got extremely disheartened by it. And I was like, well, look how many people are trying to go off it and I think a lot of people they get sucked into their own kind of like little bubble of where they are where they're trained like if they are like one of the known people in their gyms and whatnot but in the grand scheme of things like you are kind of like a like a nothingness like in comparison to like say for instance someone like who's who probably is the biggest name figure in fitness in the UK like Joe Wicks like in comparison, like me and you in comparison to Joe Wicks is just nothing. Like apples and it's apples and oranges. Like the amount of reach that that guy's got and the amount of traction that that guy's got and just becoming main media is, is absolutely fucking ridiculous. But does that dishearten like me? Does that dishearten you in knowing that we yes. are kind of below that? Or does it give you more of a drive towards actually wanting to be like, well, this guy's crushing it. Cool. But let's see how we got to how he was and, Let's see if I can do the same, either the same thing or, in essence, do something slightly better. But I think when it comes down to kind of social media, especially, I think a lot of people would be served a lot better by trying to uh, not jump on the bandwagon at all times and not do things that they see other people become successful at and just stay true to whatever message it is. Yeah, that I was going to say, stay true to your values and don't. I see it a lot with, and I, I know you do as well because you've messaged me a few people copying each other and copying you or copying me or like things look very similar sometimes. I'm like, mm, like I don't care because it's flattering, but um, mm. like you need to live your own life and have your own uh, way of doing things and create your own masterpiece rather than trying to like copy off other people almost if that makes sense because ultimately that's not really going to lead you particularly far in my opinion no i think uh in regards to like tiktok <clears throat> like i know there's this big hype at the moment that instagram's kind of on its way out and tiktok oh, probably could be the next platform but i mean let's like who owns tiktok hmm. like inevitably what will happen is the same shit that happened with snapchat is either fucking facebook will fucking swallow it up and buy it or, or just copy it and rape it they'll just copy it and then TikTok will become obsolete. It's the same as what Snapchat is. So yeah, I understand that there's a, there's a platform, but it comes, it comes down to like what you said, like if you're not on it now and you're kind of sitting on the fence, cause you may be thinking what's in it for me. And am I going to be able to like, is it a platform that's good for me? Like who cares? Just fucking go with it. Here's an, example. Happens, Here's an example. Instagram, was originally an app that filters on your photos to make them look pretty. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. If you think about it, if you think about it, because when Instagram first came out, like Facebook was booming. 
like Facebook was Facebook and Twitter were the two main platforms that were absolutely ki- killing it. And then all of a sudden Instagram can't, comes out and then it wasn't probably for about another two to three, maybe even four years later where that started building traction. And then uh, people just fucking now, like I speak to the majority of people, like people don't even use Facebook now. Like, to flip it on your unless head. Unless you're using it, unless you're using it for, for a marketing aspect. Yeah, 100%. Flip it on his head, uh, question you for a second. What motivates you? Uh, I think the, like, that changes in time, you know? Like, it's like anything. Like, my, my main outlook on things, like maybe a year and a half, two years ago, were me wanting to reach as many people and coach as many people and change people's lives, like, physically and mentally. But I think I had this conversation with Chris the other day like, if you take away any aspect of what it is, and the only thing that draws me towards doing something is the ability for me to be able to tap into someone and change their mindset. Because by being a coach, being a PT, it's the same as me being, like, the analogy that I gave, it's the same as me being a builder and wanting to build someone a house for, like, their house of their dreams for their family. Like, the... the, the, the the emotion that you can get out of helping someone, it, it fires me up more than anything. The energy that I feel and the energy that I can create between having conversations with people and almost like opening up their own eyes in aspects of what they can do and what they can achieve as, as, a, as a human being means more to me than getting a transformation and just putting it out and portraying it as it's my, my doing. Yeah. Like, I feel more of a passion towards just connecting with people and more so trying to bring out their fucking, because everyone's got it. I feel everyone's got it. I feel everyone's got this thing that, that like burns inside of them that they want to achieve. It doesn't have to be fitness. It doesn't have to be business. It can be whatever it is, but everyone to an extent will have that. But the majority of people push it away. They push it down and they suppress it. And I feel like I, I did that for so long. And to, to sit here now confidently and say, once you actually let that shit come out and actually move towards the things that you are most passionate about, that's when you experience the best times of your life. That's that's when you meet the best people. Yeah. It's it's like, this, is, this is what I want to achieve. Like, if, if you don't believe that you can do it, then why should anyone else? Exactly. But for me, it's kind of connecting with people. And like the, one of the biggest experiences that I've ever had is I've, I've done seminars before, but the seminar that we did uh, up in Nottingham, just the ability to be able to have one-to-one conversations with people and know that the stuff that you're saying to them is going to impact them and move them forward for them to better themselves in their life. Like that shit means more to me. So yeah, like I'm a coach. Yeah, I do content creation for people as well. But the the main buzz that I get is being able to make actual connections with people. So whether that moving forward, like I don't know. I just know that me me having that and feeling that energy is something that I, like it's addictive. Like I want more of it. The more I get, the more I want. So for me now, I don't know what that means. Like, who knows where, what direction that, that might take me in or who knows what direction that might take you in because inevitably 
they're not two different things. Uh-huh. Like you get, you get, you, your builds your passion inside of you more than anything is your ability to help people, your ability to change people's lives. But like you said, it's because people will then come back to you and tell you these things. They'll tell you that the things that you gave them, that the information and knowledge that you gave them help them better their, them their, and their lives. Incredibly. So like it's the same thing. Like what I might do with that, who knows? Yeah, I might blow up and be a, a, like a content creator, fucking genius and have and build a massive business with that. But there's still going to be an aspect of me helping people to try and achieve whatever it is that they're trying and, to achieve. And ultimately, that's what it comes back to. And I think that's why our values aligned, even if our goals, say, for example, were slightly different. The core value is helping people and helping people be happy and achieve whatever their goal is. And like, for me, money aside, like, if, if you helped, you want to be a billionaire, help a billion people. Like, exactly. Straight up, like, more, help, the more money you make. Like, it's, but I don't even, even if you think about, about it. Like, how many people do you think that you've helped over the span of the past maybe five years? Like, even if you look back and thought that, like, if you charge two pounds per person, no, like, how much, how much you, money you think How you much like, free advice you put out on social media that people have taken, like, bits from? Like, it's, exactly. it's big. It's big. So, yeah, it's massive. I think, uh, I think a lot of people chase after again instant gratification because and they don't even know what they want majority of people they they see people who so uh, who are so called successful in social media and they kind of want to jump on that bandwagon but inevitably like what, what does that mean what does it mean to have 200,000 followers do you know what it means like 10, it means sweet fuck all because 200,000 followers fucking pay the bills. no exactly do you know what does pay the bills Helping two hundred thousand people, exactly. Help them; they will give you. They will throw money at you left, right, and centre. And I mean that sincerely. I'm not like being uh, obnoxious, but like same with me. Like if anyone helps, I throw money like left, right, and centre to to improve myself. At anyone who can make me better at what I do, like and you know that. All I, the only thing I spend money on is investing in myself to be better. It's physically, mentally, coaching, whatever. Every aspect of my life, I've got people I lean on to try and help me level up to the next level yeah i think that's one of the main factors like you have to kind of connect with people that are uh, further advancing you in, in in any in any aspect if that's like physically like you need to reach out to people who are physically more advanced than you businessly business more advanced than you whatever it may be so you can just pull different and people might see that as being like greedy and whatnot but it's not it's you just trying to but do you know what understanding for it Anyone who's in that position will have massive respect for you asking. And what's the worst? They can just say no. Exactly. And I had this conversation with someone uh, a few weeks back. And I I was like, oh, why don't you reach out to so-and-so and and see if they can help you? And the guy that I was speaking to, his reaction was like, oh, yeah, but what if they turn around and say no? What what if they turn around around and don't even acknowledge it and don't reply to it? And I was like, it's a fucking win-win. Like if they if if you reach out to someone and you say for instance ask them for advice or ask them for help or whatever it is, if they turn around to you and say yes, then it's a win, right? If they turn around to you and say no or don't even reply to you at all, for me that's a win-win because for me it's kind of like I'd take that as I'd be polite and I'd say okay, thank you, like I appreciate you, you you taking the time to respond and saying no, but in the back of my head I'd be like okay, cool, like um. 
I'm going to fucking make it anyway. Even if you don't want to fucking help me, I'm still going to fucking go after it. And there's potentially going to be a point where we meet up again and you're going to wish that you fucking had said yes to so it. You, like talking about that, uh, nothing makes me laugh more than when I first started trying to do like, work, do stuff in the fitness industry. Everyone took the piss out of me. Even like close mm. friends who were at the gym at the time. And you ask like our good friend Chris and he'll remind you of a few of them. We're like, oh, what, yeah. what's wrong with your boy Charlie? Why is he doing why is he doing X, Y, Z? But like they all took the piss out of me then, but like none of them are laughing now. Like like straight no. up. Do you know what I mean? And like everyone asks exactly. afterwards, how have you done this? Well, like remember like you at me like two, three years ago. So like to start to wrap this up, the one thing I would say to anyone is if you're if you believe in yourself, just go and do it and don't give a shit what anyone else says. And like for me, all those people you said the piss out of me was like that was fuel for the fire to like prove a point and be like, fucking watch this. Like, I'm gonna prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Come back two, three years and say, like, say what you said because you, you're gonna prove you yeah. wrong. And that, that for That's me, like, arrogant point of view is just like, I, I see him now and I'm like, like, not smug, but I'm like, it reminds me of the harder you work, the better the results you get with fitness or business or whatever it is in life. And it just reminds me uh, of yeah. putting my foot down to the floor. Definitely, because I think where a lot of people don't, what a lot of people don't understand is they see these like kind of big name figures in the fitness industry, and it kind of maybe they think that it goes from them being nothing to them being famous oh, or, in, or or social media famous, but it's not. It's that progression in between because nobody really starts unless you unless say for instance you get like a massive viral video which like puts you out in front of loads of people. It's a slow process. Like, it's a progression, and even if that does happen, you're still going to have to master the art of speaking in front of the camera you're still gonna have to master the art of like trying to connect with people so where a lot of people kind of i think go wrong is they they get put off by the whole oh if someone's looking at me because i'm filming myself or or whatever but you just have the understanding there has to be a new person like let's say for instance joe wicks right there will never be another joe wicks like, you you remember when fucking mr motivator was fucking Mate, mr motivator is the nicest still killing it fucking crazy but um there has to be someone else yeah. this is what i mean and that's in any aspect there will have to be someone <laughs> else guy. so what yeah what why not who, who, like who's stopping you like if you truly want to, to do it if you truly want to become something or be someone like nobody in the whole entire world is stopping you not the guy who's looking at you in the corner who's who's maybe smugly thinking to himself oh what's this guy recording him for like it's not that guy that's going to stop you. It's the it's the the and it's inevitably the reaction that you have to it. And if you can just have a reaction with like, do you know what? I don't give a fuck what you think. I don't give a fuck what you think. I'm just going to do it because the message that I've got is so pure, pure and so true. And it's like I said on a, on a different podcast, like me not putting out my message, you not putting out the message of fitness, you not putting Charlie Johnson in in the main screen uh, screen of of uh, social media is doing these people a disjustice. Yeah, you're not because how many people you, you say, really. exactly. So how, how you come down, down to the fact, like how many people have you helped over the span of like two to three years? Those people wouldn't have been helped. Like these people's lives have been changed for the better. They wouldn't have been helped if you had to paid attention to the people that were maybe looking at you or taking the mick or being like, oh, what's he doing? Who does he think he is? If you'd have let that shit get to you, and the lives that you have changed would never have been changed. And I'd still be working a nine to five, well, nine, an eight thirty till six thirty in an office in a state agent. So, and you would have been miserable as fuck. Oh mate, I literally, not- I'd hated life, and yeah, it just you're not living living life the way you should be. So I think 
that's quite a poignant point to wrap it up. And I think for me, the one thing to leave someone is just like the fear of change. Like once you've made that decision and you've taken the jump, for me, like when I left my full-time job was the biggest weight lifted and the start of the biggest adventure I've ever been on. I'm like, for anyone who's thinking about doing something, just do it and message me. Message me if you've got any questions or you want to backing up on it. DM me on Instagram, Charlie Johnson Fitness. Definitely. Uh, just to tie this up then, uh, what's the next step for Charlie Johnson? Uh, for me, <laughs> it's the evolutionary process. So I'm getting... Um, the goal is to keep growing the coaching business to try and transform as many people around the world as I can do, try and help change as many lives as possible with that. So that's through the one-to-one coaching program, also the Shred Them Eight, which will be the biggest eight-week transformation program in the world. I've said it already, that will happen. Uh, and alongside that, I get a lot of people, close current clients and friends who want help with their own online businesses. So that's um, an avenue. I currently help a few people with that at the moment. That's an avenue that will be opening up into the new year. Uh, just to try and streamline that. So for me, it's trying to be time efficient with what I do and to try and help people and provide as much value as I can. So it's trying to put a structure in place around that to try and help everyone in terms of their business and also their physiques. Okay, cool. And personal goals? Uh, personal goals is to keep... Physically? Physically, just keep improving. Mentally, keep improving. Like My eyes have been opened so much in the last year in terms of how much I can improve by educating myself further like i'd say i'm pretty advanced already but in terms of like becoming one of the best in the world in terms of training nutrition supplements everything the more you learn the better you can be and also like putting yourself in an environment to exceed so like to excel so like as you know i've been training a lot with um robert muscle works like i've been literally i've been paying someone to pretty much rape me in the gym like five times a week uh obviously i'm a trainer and i have to train myself but like like you know as well as I do, that if you've got someone on your back like caning you, you're going to get an extra 10, 20% out of every session. And like, that's part of the reason my body's like responded so quickly the last two weeks is because there's like no stone unturned. And it's for me, it's just like, how can I maximize everything I could do to be the best I can be? So that's my ultimate goal. I don't really care about competing with anyone else. I like mm-hmm. one of the best tips I can like leave this with for anyone else. So I was just, if you find yourself looking at someone's social media platform, a, pro, a profile, and feeling like inadequate and unhappy unfollow them and don't look at them because like stay on your own lane and focus on you being the best version of you and ultimately that was what will lead you to being successful and then you to being happy which is ultimately the end goal we all want boom love that mic drop i think that's yeah i think that's uh that's a good place to leave it man i appreciate you uh taking the time to come on here i know it's like looks like it's fucking almost midnight there you know you've not got any lights on in that no i forgot to turn them on it was light when we started been going so long and where's your blue light blockers as well i I didn't need them it was light earlier (laughs) oh man i appreciate you coming on and um i'm sure we will speak very very soon (laughs) peace out and everyone drop Uh, me a message when you quit your job and you live your dreams Boom. Peace.